Hey, Action Shelf listeners, before we jump into the show itself, we want to tell you about how you can get even more action in your life. Mm. <laughs> that appeals to more you. Action, more action, you more say, More action, John. you say, yes. If you go over to our Podbean patron page, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup, you can listen to Lisman and I watch, what's this? Good action movies. Good action movies, you say? That's right, a change of pace. We thought behind the paywall, let's give people something of quality. So And give us something of quality. I know, it's such know? a pleasure to do that. So twice a month, you and I will be doing commentary tracks that you can download for uh, yes. good action movies, all kinds of awesome mm. stuff from a lot of our heroes like John Woo. And uh, we've done stuff from the John Wick franchise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the guys we never get to talk about on here. Yeah, so you, stuff we legitimately love and uh, love to share with with you you all. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to that uh, as as well as other cool exclusive content from the Punch Up Entertainment Network shows. Uh, once again, the address for that is patron.podbean.com/slash/punchup. And now into the action. The action show. Welcome to The Action Shelf, the podcast celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. <laughs> Coming in with exactly the right attitude. We're, uh, we're through video game Valentine's. We're into the month of March. And yeah. things are a little bit calmer. John, as we know, the, the purpose of last month was to try and find the single bad video game adaptation film we it didn't we, we didn't, didn't do find it. it couldn't do it no all perfect and and i think i think this month or this movie that we watched mm -hmm. is evident that we are going back to low quality film <laughs> um, we were we were given a gift last month and we uh, were there was has been taken away from us there was a point when i talked last month i think it might have been wing commander but about the third movie where i was going I'm starting to get a little burned out by these video game movies. Then I watched uh -huh. this movie and I went, "Can we go back to video game?" <laughs> let's let's watch Wing Commander 14 more times, please. Yeah, because I'd rather do that than watch this movie one more time. My God, I, this this might be. It doesn't reach levels of Future Kick, but in terms of what I'm expecting it, versus what it delivers, it's right in that. This is a this film. This is, uh, I think, the Commando level. Yes. Of yes. Yeah. It's Commando level, but also because of, we didn't know, I didn't know anything about this movie. We picked this because no. of the cast and a little yes. bit the title. We're talking about 1997's Crazy Six. A yeah. movie, once again, it's a, it's a thing where I'm going, oh man, look at this cast. It's called Crazy Six. This movie is going to be insane. And yeah. 
it's insane, but not in an entertaining way. More in a like, I, I, I was getting live updates on your mental state while you were watching this last night. <laughs> Yeah, I was losing it. I was well, I, rightfully so. I, I just, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like I feel like we each went insane watching this in different ways. You were you were losing it, and I just kept going. Like this movie's almost like a fever dream, but not in a fun way. <laughs> like not in no. a, like because there's a lot of movies I like that are like that's a fever dream, meaning it's like trippy mm-hmm. and crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, but this is more like I was I almost felt like I was drifting in and out of consciousness watching it. Yes, yes, slightly dissociating while watching this movie. That's yeah. what that's the thing uh, and but the movie's dissociating. That's the thing where I'm going, I know yes. I'm paying attention to you movie and you're you're sleepy. This movie's sleepy, yeah. not me. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I was both by the end of this movie I was both drained yeah. and furious yes. at the same time. Yes. I was so mad. Yeah. Like I was just swearing at this movie loudly by the by the last half hour of it. I was just like, fuck you, fuck you, film. How well, dare you make me sit through this bullshit, you know? That because I think this is key and we don't get too many of these on here. Yeah. And it's it's one of the it's now I'm putting this up there when we talk about like cardinal sins of action shelf movies. One of yeah. the absolute worst impulses of these is to try to make something artsy, because yeah, this yeah. is the thing. That I think that the, a lot of I th- and I'm thinking this is what you're reacting to as well. A lot of that fury is the pretension of this movie. This movie's acting yes. like it's really stylized and ooh, it's introspective and noirish and. And you're like, but it's so well, it fucking dumb. It would be introspective dumb. if it had anything to say. Yeah, it's it's exactly that, where it's just like, it's all vagaries and like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my God, the 20 minutes at the beginning of the movie that is just this woman singing in a club set to, and you're just going, yeah, but it, yeah, exactly, that's what you're talking about. It doesn't add up to anything. I don't know what point you're making. No. I I was taking notes on... There's various updates through my uh, notes. I have like 13 minutes in, song still playing. 16 minutes in, still going. Yep. Uh, second song starts 20 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> she is shot. The song is still going. Um, knife dragging on her body. Song still going. Uh, yeah. So it's just like well, I, at a certain baffling. point. At a certain point. Baffling. At a certain point with the songs at the beginning, I went. This is going to be the whole movie, isn't it? She's going to sing the I whole movie. So. I and we're not far off because she does start singing at the end. Again. It, yes, they do. Uh, that the her singing bookends this thing. Um, yes, and by bookends you mean takes up the first twenty minutes <laughs> and the last twenty minutes of this movie. Yes, literally just uh, in the runtime of the film, it bookends it. It doesn't actually have any like narrative or thematic reason to exist. It's just no. Yeah. So there's forty five minutes of this film without her singing. I think. And what happens? And in- somehow, and somehow that's the worst part of the film. I don't know how. <laughs> But that is. Yeah, I'm like, get back to the singing, for God's sakes. At least that's something. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, this movie breaks you. This movie does break you because also it's one of those things, like, I took a few notes, and as I'm going through, I'm going, am I missing something? I'm going, no, the plot as it are, as it is is so, so simple. Yes. It's literally yes. Rob Lowe steals something. Ice-T uh-huh. wants it back. 
that's the movie. He steals plutonium. Yeah, which seems like what is the that doesn't matter. It's just a thing, right? Like they, there's no what's yeah, what's he gonna do with stolen, plutonium? But, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He, like Ice T has no plan to use the plutonium. The I'll, plutonium doesn't add I'll up say, to anything meaningful at the end is, of the film. No, it's just a thing. It's just an action movie thing, right? It's just like plutonium, yeah. bad. Yeah, but you're like. Yeah, there's no stakes to, like, if he gets this plutonium, he will... I don't know. It's a MacGuffin that the movie forgets about. <laughs> it sets up a MacGuffin and then forgets there's a MacGuffin. And so then you're like, so then what's happening? What's just, the what's the just make driving a... action of the film? There is none, which is why Rob Lowe is just wandering from scene to scene in this movie. And oh. it's just stumbled upon by other characters <laughs> who are more active than he yeah. is because he's not doing anything like okay. this this movie okay <laughs> this movie john i i am so mad at this movie but, yeah uh, agreed so we are led to believe that rob lowe mm-hmm. is the protagonist of this film he's the titular crazy six his name is crazy six which did you see why because they don't explain in the movie why his name is crazy six he's did the, you see why he's named that he's the sixth born of a family right Yes, and, and he's, he's crazy, crazy for drugs. Yes, <laughs> which is so stupid. Um, yeah, it, well, because he's, he's not cra- acting in a crazy, unhinged no, in, way. In or... fact, it is one of the most muted and boring Rob Lowe performances I've ever seen. Because we were talking about this yeah. just before we started recording. Rob Lowe is bad in this movie. He's bad, he's very, in this bad. And very bad, and very bad. I was shocked about that. Because I think Rob Lowe's a very good actor. Yes, yes, he's been great in many things. He's, too... he's one of my favorite people on Parks and Rec. Absolutely, know? he's too... keep in mind as we're watching. He's two years out from doing West Wing. Okay, and so I that was a big deal for him. I think that's yeah. key. We're catching him right in the like my movie career is kind of like disappearing, uh-huh. and I have yet to get the resurgence of a big TV show. So mm-hmm. that explains this like. Because you, I was watching it going. Was what Lost he, Boy? When did Lost Boys come out? Well, that would have been. He was in that, right? Uh, no, no, he, but he, no, he wasn't in Lost Boys. That was Jason Patrick, but he was like, um, oh. Saint Elmo's Fire, that kind of okay, about okay. last night. That's all like ten years before this. This is that weird middle section, where mm-hmm. the where Hollywood doesn't quite know what to do with him, and then West Wing will shoot him back to the top again. Yes, because yes, yeah, I've I've heard this recently about him since West Wing. Started since the first season of West Wing started, there has not been a season of television that has not had a Rob Lowe show. He has literally been on, <laughs> on a network TV show every year since 1999. Good for him. That's I, great. That's great. Yeah, it is. I mean, and I'm going, and once again, that's why it's weird in this movie because I am a fan of his and I'm going, that's great. I always want Rob Lowe on my TV. He's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. good. Uh, yes. but it, but in this, I mean, I do think in this case. It's it, it's kind of not his fault because number one, what is there to play, and two, this is a weird use of him. I was thinking this mm-hmm. as I was watching this. It's something we've I think we've talked about before, maybe, but like the idea that you're looking at a- actors are a type. I think every actor thinks they're a brilliant chameleon who can do anything, but mm-hmm. like actors do fit into things. And one of the things with Rob Lowe, not that he doesn't have range, but I think of Rob Lowe as a high status character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why West Wing is so good. Smart, politician, mm-hmm. 
you know, rich mm-hmm. guy, whatever, like that kind of thing, right? You expect to see him in a suit. Here where he's trying to be grungy drug dealer guy. You're just like, this isn't this isn't you, yeah, he's man. He's like knockoff Kurt Cobain. Is what That's what I mean. Yeah, you're sort of going like, I don't even know who to suggest for this because, once again, the part is also horribly written. So it's not like, yes. oh, man, if they had, I don't know, Charlie Sheen in here or something. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, we'll talk about this director in a second. But on the recommended movies, uh, if you if you liked Crazy Six, which, good Lord. Uh-huh. Although we'll talk about somebody who did. Um, this guy, this guy, <laughs> This guy made another movie. With Charlie Sheen, which is the only time I've ever seen Charlie Sheen listed as Charles Sheen. Because I think that's another pretentious piece of shit, I'm sure. I mean, that's the big thing here is like, dude, you're making a stupid crime movie, but you're acting like it's this insightful drama. Yeah. And you're like, no. You have no, no insight into the human condition, no insight into any sort of compelling narrative structure no like it's just it feels like a student film in that way right where it's like you understand what a like artsy humanistic insightful movie looks like but you don't actually understand Mm -hmm. what its substance is yes yes because the plot is still a dumb action movie about people shooting each other over plutonium I think the student film description is perfect here. This is the kind of movie you see at like a, speaking from personal experience, oh, yeah. at a community college uh, film festival. You know what I mean? Like very, very up its own ass with like nothing to show for it. Which you as know? upsetting as that always was to see, uh, in retrospect, especially now being older, I can think about like, well, those were guys in their 20s, you know, yeah. working stuff out. This guy yeah. is 15 years into a directing career at this point when he makes this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. is not our first, yeah. this is not our first, nor will it be our last, Albert Pion film. B-movie he did icon. Cyborg, right? He did, he did Cyborg, which we're going to be watching for our next yeah. Van Damme month this summer. Mm, um, which I love Van Damme, but <laughs> boy, does this make me... <clears throat> well, we also not excited, but yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen Cyborg in a long time. Although the one thing that works in that movie's favor, this guy's directing, but Golan and Globus producing. That is a canon film. So mm, okay, mm. okay. All right. I will say this you is got not, me back in. <clears throat> yeah, man, we love canon. Um, we have seen one other movie made by this guy. Remember Blast, the uh, the yes. Olympic swimming boy another boring film absolutely boring unnotable like just slog yeah yeah this guy is look i know he has like a fan base uh and is sort of a cult director but i will say literally i've never seen anything good that he's made and and we'll be able to confirm that because like i said this guy's so ubiquitous in b action movies i think over the next year of our show we may have four or five more movies directed by him, sporadically Yeesh. spread throughout the thing, because it's just oh, you boy. can't get away from this guy. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. He, <laughs> but, He's like the Kool Aid Man. He's always hunting. <laughs> you, you know? And this is one of I think four or five movies he made with, uh, as I'll refer to him here, Mister T, although not that Mister mm-hmm. T. Ask yeah, T. Not, not the, uh... I gotta say, 
This movie totally wastes Ice T. I was so excited Ice-T to watch. Ice T has I- five lines in this movie, and it's he has it, five. He, lines. He's not even in this film. I don't. Why would you use him? Like it, this in no way takes advantage of his weird energy. We love Ice T. Nope. We've been wanting to watch yeah. an Ice T movie, and I was so bummed. I the sad thing yes. is, as I was reading news reviews of this, people are going, "Oh, don't watch this. You should watch Mean Guns with him and." Christopher Lambert that this guy also directed and I'm like oh maybe we should have done Mean Guns but I thought this yeah. this one's called Crazy Six and it has this weird cast we'll get to Mean Guns I think at some point yeah yeah um, because um, we want to see the weird chemistry of Christopher Lambert and Ice-T because mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. no fucking sense to me that those two shared the screen but, um, but yeah yep. Ice-T is such a non-entity in this movie for being the biggest person on the poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at this time, Ice T was a real git, right? Yeah, this is this is pre SVU. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So this is him still uh, this is still hip hop star Ice T. Um he's got the uh-huh. heat of uh New Jack City, which okay. was big for him. This has two of the stars of New Jack City, because this also has uh Mario Van Peebles, who's an actor we yeah. also like. Yes. And I will yes. say, in terms of, he's not good in this movie, but he is the silliest performance in this movie. That is so, okay. I, I agree with you that he's not great, but uh, Maggie and I had the most fun watching him because he was having the most fun. That's and it, so exactly. That translated this movie. To like, well, I guess my favorite part is, it's is that, Van Peebles. Hey, he's often our favorite parts of movies because he is actually a good actor that will yeah. go, this is shit. At least I'm going to give a weird performance, right? Like, he is devouring mm-hmm. scenery. He mm-hmm. is so yeah. weird in this movie. Every decision yes. he makes is very bizarre. I don't know mm-hmm. what this accent he's doing is. I don't know why he's I, holding a little dog the whole movie. I, I, did you look at the trivia for this movie, John? I d- scanned it. Did I miss something about the dog? Yes, yes. The I Chihuahua? Oh, no! Yeah, the Chihuahua was yes. unfortunately put down after filming as a bit of crew member who threatened to take the production company. Oh, that's so sad, dude! A Chihuahua bit you, and you're gonna be like, come on, what kind of this movie is this? murdered a dog? <laughs> that's how. Like, I finished this movie, and I'm like, I don't think this movie could get any worse. Mm-hmm. And then I read the trivia, and it did. It literally this movie killed because like a Chihuahua biting somebody, whatever. The, yeah. the reason why this happened is because there was n- the dog was not well trained. Right. There was no trainer on set nope. to like regulate this animal. It's an animal. <laughs> yeah. You know. So so it's this movie's fault that the dog bit somebody, and it's this movie's fault that it was put down. Yep. Yeah, like this movie yep. is deplorable, even from like uh, <laughs> from an objective like yeah. production sense. It is. This is a deplorable movie. Yep. Um, oh my god. I, I don't. I don't love Chihuahuas. They're not my. No. No. Dogs. Oh no. Far. Far you from know? mine too. Although I, mean, I, ha- I have met some very cute, snuggly Chihuahuas. Agreed. It's like, I, you know, it's like any dog. It's not the whole thing. But I would say, in general, I don't find them to be one of the more appealing dogs to me either. No. But it still pisses me off that that this movie kill the dog <laughs> agreed you know, it still pisses me off i'm i'm well because the last the last individual we're willing to blame for any of the trouble is the damn dog yeah yeah <laughs> exactly it's not the dog's fault the dog doesn't know it's on a movie set no you know? 
And also, I got to put it on whoever this crew member goes, you better kill that dog or else. You know? Yes, yes. And that guy, that whoever that person is. Because if uh, a I'm chihuahua bit me, I'd be like, but... oh, fuck, man. Well, I better get this looked at. But then I would never go, yeah, that dog's out of control, man. You know, like, I can't imagine yeah. that. I would be yeah. so want to be like, fuck that dog. That dog doesn't and know. Also, the dog doesn't add anything to the movie, no. really. Like, no. It's just it's a like weird an extra extent eccentricity for van peebles this whole movie is an extra eccentricity though i mean let's be honest i mean this whole movie (laughs) is nothing everything in this movie is eccentricities because nothing makes sense right yes like when the movie starts by the way is this the most opening titles of like description we've there's like 10 minutes i wrote John, I wrote the whole thing. Oh, down. please, please share it. Okay, okay. Because yeah, we uh, this movie more than Star Wars goes. This is such a crazy world we've created. You really need to know what's going on. Okay, All so right. y- we say Star Wars opening crawl. You have an image in your head. Scrap that image. It's That's not, not that. The image. Imagine something much cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of seeing the the images scroll up to the top of the screen and away from you instead it's just a series of title cards which is Um, at a certain point i started laughing at about the time the eighth separate title card comes on screen i'm like oh come on i i I wrote down this intro as it came up so uh (laughs) because it changes in like font size yes Uh, at some point the words are like warped and stretched just to fill the screen, and it looks terrible. It really um, looks bad, and and you don't have to go to Star Wars levels of epicness, but even like Blade Runner just starts with a simple scrolling text that's like a couple paragraphs. Yeah, and that world yes. is more complicated than this, which is basically uh, uh, everything you're about to read boils down to. Uh, there's sort of at a lack of government in Eastern Europe, and now crime is sure. rampant. That's basically that could, that's all it is, right? That could just be implied through the storytelling. You don't. None of this needed. to By be the way, true, this but, is okay. such such a '90s movie because it's all contingent on the fall of communism. Yes, exactly. Okay, go, go ahead. Right. Are you ready? Yes. Eastern Europe, a decade after the fall of. Communism, all caps. Uh, yeah, I'm like, did they think that I was going to be like the fall of what? Oh, communism. Whoa, I didn't see oh. that coming. Okay. Uh, new title card. Once there was hope. New title card. Now, all caps. New title card. <laughs> this is also caps, but large and very stretched. Dark visions rule. Whatever that means, I don't know. It's never explained. I don't know either. New title card. Now. New title card. It is a trade route for smuggling. New title card. Drugs. It's, again, the big, bold, letters. So drugs. New card. Weapons. New card. Fortune hunters. New card. Came from all over the world. New card. Criminals. Addicts, lost souls. This is also capitalized. <laughs> now the re- region is called, and this is the biggest. Oh, this, this is the biggest. Yeah, because this is the one I wrote <laughs> down. Fun. So go ahead. Yeah. Crime Land. <laughs> By the way, this movie should be called Crime Land, shouldn't it? It should Crime be. Land's a better title. Because be. Crazy well, Six, they, you're like, what? They never say Crime Land nope. in the movie. Nope. So none of, none of this is even 
referenced. So it, somebody was just like, we need some context here. D- that's it exactly, because kind of, uh, aside from how stupid this is, I'm going, okay, <laughs> I'm kind of on board for this movie where it's basically like kind crime. Of. I mean, like the idea of like a fantasy world of crime. I don't know how much. Right. I, I know you're not like a um, a comic book uh uh, mythos devotee Lisbon, but I don't know if you know of the mm-hmm. the the city of Madripoor in uh, Marvel. It's basically no. it basically is Crimeland. It's this giant city mm-hmm. in Mar in the Marvel universe that is where all the criminals and gangsters live and where crime mm-hmm. runs rampant. But unlike mm-hmm. this, it's this very glitzy like casino world in that mm-hmm. very expensive. They uh, did you mm-hmm. see Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, I didn't. Okay, well, they go. There's a whole section in that show where they go to Madripoor, and it is like, yeah, it's very cool, and it's it's uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what I'm going like. Cool, I'm on board to watch like an action movie set in a world where everyone's a criminal, law is out the window. I'm like, yeah, give me that movie. I'm on board for that. This does not deliver on any of that. Also, no. Uh, the thing I did see in the trivia that I loved. Is that the movie was supposed to be shot in San Francisco? Yep. And then they moved it to uh, (laughs) Bratislava, uh, Slovakia. I just love the idea of like San Francisco or the cheapest European city we can find. That just that just goes to show that where this movie is supposed to take place does not matter because there's there's none of the fun of like a sci-fi movie's world building in this. Yeah, as you're saying, is this, and then you're just like. I don't know. It just seems like any other crime movie I've ever seen. Like, exactly. It could be in any city. I think they reference Eastern Europe at some point, but like, yeah. Barely. But also, almost every actor in the movie is American too, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Burt Reynolds is supposed to be the weird, out of place American. Except for he's not out of place because there's a bunch of other Americans. In That's the what movie. I mean. It's this whole so, thing about like. Yeah. Is it is sort of just like, what are you doing over here, pal? And he's like, well, I don't, uh, I don't actually know because we didn't really explain my backstory, did we? <laughs> Not at all. No. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, he's like a he's like a Lone Star Sheriff. Yeah. Who? who well, and even so, even so that wait, is a police, even that is a mildly police. interesting idea of like he sure. is the one law enforcement person in a world of criminals. Yeah. Is he? Is there a police force? I don't think so. I think he is, I think, once again, because the movie is so vague, this is my extrapolation, yeah. that he is okay. basically a vigilante, right? Okay. Acting okay. as if there needs to be law and there isn't, so I'm going to impose it. That's it sounds what like he I'm... should be the main character of this movie. Well, I, agree. <laughs> I do think Burt Reynolds is at least what they imply about him yeah makes him potentially the most interesting character he is the character yeah. that i that i have the most questions about and yeah. i think bert's pretty good in this in as much as bird is always good you know what i mean like right bird is he actually is, he, he's sleepwalking through this movie but he's still better than most other people in that this movie, it, so, it yeah. reminds me of that movie that other movie we watched raven with him where it is like yeah. even bert reynolds on autopilot was just so fucking naturally compelling. You can watch the you can watch this movie and go, oh, I get why this guy was a movie star for like decades. Because when he's not on the movie, yeah. I'm going, can we get Bert back in here? He's got some energy or something. He he seemed kind of drunk to me. I don't know <laughs> if that's just. By the way, this is the same year 
that Boogie Nights comes out. So his career <laughs> is literally just about to like explode again. So this is the death rattle of his B action movie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. This okay. this year will he'll get nominated for an Oscar the same year he makes this that's, movie. Isn't that John, crazy? crazy? Isn't that crazy? crazy? He'll do what I think it's also his his best oh, performance ever. Yeah, and I Boogie think most Nights. people would agree Boogie Nights is the finest work yeah. he ever did. Um he's yeah, amazing yeah. in that movie. And I think, yes. like I said, I think he's pretty good at this, weirdly, except for his character doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like His character doesn't make any sense, and he's clearly never on set with anybody else at the oh, same Oh, Lord, no. They shot him out in, like, three days. You can absolutely yes. tell. That he's like, yes. uh, yeah. yeah, I got a little hole in the schedule here. Uh, what's this thing, uh, Crazy Six? All right, let's do that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I could use a, I could use a quick, uh, quick hundo. <laughs> We're uh, remodeling the kitchen, so uh, yeah, I need a little bit of money here. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, okay, in 97, he makes a couple of these movies, like a couple of movies at this level, and Boogie Nights. Because we haven't... <laughs> oh, man, I don't know what Big City Blues is, but it's him and William Forsyth. Uh, mm. And I feel like we need to watch this movie, which is we gotta also... we got to watch this. 97. We should watch... What was what were the other so it's this movie yeah big big street blues big city blues big city blues yeah big city blues what was the other shitty movie he did this year uh the other shitty movie he did this year was Raven so we actually already covered that okay one. yeah so we've seen two of the three so yeah that's, we got to finish it up so, yeah with big city blues uh yeah. <laughs> and then oh man I, we got to do. He did two movies the next year, or in 98 and 99, uh, a, 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 a series called Hard Time, in which he plays a no-nonsense detective named Logan McQueen. Great. And that's, ooh, that's him and Billy D. Williams. Okay. Ooh. Directed right. by Burt Reynolds. Oh, okay. Now He's we're taking that. He's taking that oh, prestige he got from Even, Boogie Nights. Okay, and directing I just I just scrolled forward a little bit. It's a trilogy, Lisman. We're doing the trilogy. We got to do okay. the Hard Time trilogy. You got Hard Time, yeah. Hard Time, The Premonition, and then Hard Time, Hostage Hotel. Is is Hard Time his blank check moment? I think it's not a, quite a blank check, but it he he yeah, got the prestige. From he got Boogie the prestige Nights, of it, right? and then got a little like mid budget action franchise out of it although i've never seen these okay. movies but oh my god i'm yeah great well this is these look like more our thing where he's like a grizzled ex-cop kicking ass yes. this yeah. is the burt yeah, reynolds old sense. man action movie that's what we're looking mm -hmm. for uh yeah. yeah that's right yeah how you doing yeah. <laughs> sweet dreams asshole uh <laughs> and we still we've uh -huh. also talked about doing the uh uh, the race car movie with him and Stallone driven. Oh yeah, we should definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta, we got. I mean, we've been circling around a Burt month for a long time. We've got to do. We we've got to do. Knock a, it out of the. Yeah, we we'll just knock month. it out. Yeah, because yeah, I, I. Yeah, definitely. Um, because yeah, like I said, I, I. It's not that this character is good or this is even his finest work, but it's just my God, this movie's so boring that when anyone comes in with any semblance of charisma, you're just yeah. I. <laughs> One of the user reviews that was negative of this movie, most of them are, by the way. Like, this is mm -hmm. not, this is, there's not a lot of people defending this movie. But there yeah. is one guy who, and I, by the way, I think this is the way to see this movie goes. I bought a VHS of this at a flea market for $2. <laughs> 
I'm like, yep, yes. that's how you experience this. And he said, I literally just fast forwarded to the scenes with Bert. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fair enough, man. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Because, like I said, the bi- the bigger disappointment to me here is the is the lack of Ice T, who I really was most excited mm-hmm. to see in this. Yeah, we gotta get Ice T. We gotta watch another. We Ice gotta T watch. Well, we gotta we, watch something. What's that cruise ship action movie probably. with him that we've talked about watching? There's one where he. We should do that. That yeah. is the next Ice. There's T like movie. a there's like it's like a Die Hard on a cruise ship with Ice T. Perfect. Is he the villain? <laughs> I think he's the bad guy. Yes, I think he is the yeah, okay. the Hans Gruber of that. And it has a dumb Great. title, and I'll find it here in a second. But uh, yeah, because uh, that uh, no, it's not the yeah, wrecking. As crew. long as we can talk about anything other than this film, that's I think. I think Final voyage, important. set Final a course voyage. for terror. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. yes, <laughs> that's what yes. we want. Yeah, I'm gonna take over this cruise ship. <laughs> I'm going to drive it right into an iceberg. His character is described as a modern-day pirate madman. So uh, I just can't uh, yeah. Even, yeah. Everybody get your booty ready. I got to take it. That's the only thing that's disappointing is this modern day. I want proper, like, 1700s. <laughs> Yaha, matey. I'm going to take a swig of rum and then steal all your goods. <laughs> all right, everybody, swab the poop deck. <laughs> Everybody bury this chest of treasure. I'm marking X on your maps. Like, yeah, it's just... (laughs) I think this treasure is cursed. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, they're talking... Disney's still always talking about bringing the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise back. I'm telling you. You and I are there opening day if it's iced tea. Yes. Oh, 100%. I've seen... I think I've only seen the first two Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, wow. I, uh... Uh, I don't know if I'm proud Most to say. Most people I, saw the first three. Most people saw the first three. Listen, I've seen all five, so uh, oh, I have okay. seen all, all right, of them. Well. Yeah, I have seen all of them. Um, I'd I'm say- willing to skip all those if Ice T is in. Yeah, is in the next one. Yeah, the high seas are about to get turned. <laughs> <laughs> the Caribbean oh ain't God. never gonna be the same after Ice T's done with it. What is Ice T's pirate name? Ooh. Like what is he? Is he a like a famous pirate? Oh, I would taking, love the idea of an original piece. I well, because they have done both in that franchise, right? Because like, yeah, obviously you have Jack Sparrow, but then like Ian McShane was Blackbeard, right? So you have like that. Yes, kind of, yes, uh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's he's bigger, blacker beard. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame they already did Blackbeard. Yeah, because, uh, that would have been perfect. Do, does Ice T have a beard in this? in this uh version of him oh yeah have like his sort of i think he has his signature like kind of wispy goatee uh uh, something i've now patterned my life on uh (laughs) i saw this and i went i'm like "Hmm, let me try this goatee with uh i said no No, I'm rocking more. You know what, more... John? Let's both do it. Let's yeah. Both, we're, we're both going to do the iced tea look. The iced tea um, look, yeah. You're, you're going to have to grow your hair out so you can get the Yeah, you're you're on, you're on your way. Oh, yeah, yeah, because weird, weird little that ponytail. That I can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I his... also love how many of his goons also have ponytails. I know. Well, movie. that's another thing, too, where it's like, why is this movie focusing on all the boring stuff? I want to know more about the weird crime organizations that Ice Tea and Mario Van Peebles are running. Yes, because yes. Mario and Van Peebles like, in this movie, yeah. he's playing Dirty Mao, isn't that right? 
Yeah, oh, Dirty Mao. He was Dirty Mao. He okay. was Dirty Mao. Why is he named Dirty Mao? That's a Chinese. Isn't that a Chinese? <laughs> yeah, but it's Am it's I... but it's the communist leader. That is all the thing about this movie thinks it's saying something about communism, right? That's what they think. We... I I think that's the but thing. He, but he has a French accent. Yeah, Why does he have a French accent? Oh, I don't. Oh, I think that I think that's all Van Peebles, man. I think that's just I'm doing this accent. No, I don't understand. He's a black man with a Chinese name and a French accent and a, and a Mexican dog. Yeah, um, I don't know what the fuck. And then Ice T is playing a man named Raul. Ice T doesn't yes. look like a guy whose name is Raul. No, and on, also, why is there a crime lord named Raul in the Eastern Bloc? His like, name. I don't understand. Do you know what his character's name on SVU is? What his name on SVU is cooler than this. His name on SVU is Odafin Tutuola. Love it. I yeah. love that. That's a, a cool great... name. Yeah, that is a Detective cool Odafin Tutuola. It's a shame that when people talk about that show, they're just like, oh, yeah, and then Ice-T did this. And, and in the show, they that. mostly just call him Finn, but I am like, I am yeah. sorry. That is Sergeant Odafin Tutuola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would call him by his full name yeah. every single Excuse time. Excuse me, uh, Sergeant uh, Odafin Tutuola. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Oh, oh, uh, oh, listen. So I, I'm, I'm, we're just talking about other movies. Uh yes. There yes, is an Anything. action. There is an action movie with him and Snoop Dogg called The Wrecking Crew. Ice T, okay. Snoop Dogg, the, list, the Wrecking Crew, and the tagline is "Time to clean house." <laughs> John, put it on the list. Yeah, put it on the schedule. Yeah, this we have to watch. This is getting uh, yeah. <laughs> I also like, I'm like, whoa, Ernie Hudson's in this? And I'm like, oh, Ernie Hudson Jr.'s in it. That makes more sense. Uh-oh. Because uh -oh. <laughs> I'm like, boy, Ernie Hudson's really slumming it being in an iced tea Snoop Dogg. Oh, his Ernie son. Hudson's son. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing where I'm going. But I'm also, it's also not a good indication for his career that I'm going, I didn't know Ernie Hudson had a son who apparently is Yeah. That's not good. Is his no, whole career just, my like, dad was a Ghostbuster. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, by the way, Ernie Hudson, I have spent a little bit of time with at conventions. Such a lovely man. Can't say enough wonderful things sure. about Ernie Hudson. He seems he seems very sweet. He's yeah. a very sweet guy. One uh, of the one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. Uh all right. So I almost have yeah, so the opening movie is just the opening movie is just Ice T going, Yow, I want my plutonium. Yeah. That is that is <laughs> to, to what it and who, then who is Ice T rated or he, Rob? Yeah, that's the thing. Rob, so I th th once again, the plot is actually really simple for how weird the movie is. Uh -huh. Rob Lowe and uh -huh. his friend, who uh, is this yes. other guy, <laughs> I the literally other guy who who is he? You don't know his name, but he does everything in the movie. <laughs> Rob Lowe's just stumbling around, yes. and doing nothing. Yeah. He's aimless. This and is... this other guy's like, we got to get shit done. Rob so Lowe. this is Tom Matthews. Is this actor's name who plays? Apparently, the character's name is Andrew. I literally only in my notes referred to him as Rob Lowe's friend. Um, he, but he is a. I know him because he's in a bunch of '80s horror movies. So he's one of the main guys in Return of the Living Dead. Uh, he's the main character in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Um, oh God, he's uh, in the okay. uh, something we definitely have to do at some point. The sequel to the Dirty Dozen. 
Yep, you didn't even know that existed because it's it doesn't basically. I didn't. What is it? What what is it called, John? It's called uh, Dirty Dozen colon The Deadly Mission. Oh, <laughs> lame. But it, but it's also one of those things where I'm going. Wasn't the mission in the first movie deadly? So why is this the deadly? Hmm. Mi- anyway, what um, about the Sullied Seven or the uh, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> or the just, Sinister Six? Oh wait, no, that's already something. The uh, the Dirty Thirteen. We got one more guy. The dirty yeah. ooh, the dirty baker's dozen. Now we're talking. Ooh. <laughs> the dirty baker's dozen. That's right. We're throwing yeah. a couple extra in there just in case. Yeah, and you and you better believe Ice T is in that one. Yo. He's the dirty baker's dozen. He's the thirteenth member. I'm her, I'm here to make this the dirtiest dozen you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> the nasty nine. <laughs> that's right. Because when you. You can lose three guys if you got iced tea on your team. Uh, yeah, that's the. It's of course the thing where it's it's just Telly Savalas from the first movie, right? You go like, okay, who's oh, the cheapest? Not really, dirty dozen. Yeah, it's not really a dozen, is it? Uh, and yeah. Anyway, uh, before this guy's career does shift hard into just being in Albert Pion movies, at a certain point. Okay, so. Gotcha. I, I, weirdly, for as terrible as this director is, Albert Pion gets a lot of the same people in his movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're probably uh, emotionally uh, manipulated into it. Well, it's I one mean? of those like, things. I mean, he breaks them down. This is the thing about the action shelf movies, though, and guys like Albert Pion. You watch this, and this movie is fucking awful, and yet he mm-hmm. keeps getting more money to make more movies. I don't know. I don't know how anybody saw this movie and was like, "Let's get this guy money." This, this isn't. Is, this isn't even close to the end of his career. He makes a bunch more movies after this. Yeah, <laughs> I. You shouldn't be allowed to make movies after making this, in my opinion. Like this is a this is a crime against cinematography. It is a crime against storytelling. <laughs> yeah, it is a crime against movie watching. This honestly. is one of the. This is one of the the rare. Um, movies that we do on here that literally nothing works this fails on every yes. cinematic on level. every scene yeah yeah it's kind of impressive honestly <laughs> and, and i i watched this movie on tubby oh and this is one of the rare examples where whenever a commercial would happen i'm like oh, thank god oh uh, wow a, a reprieve yeah. from this now i watched this shit. on peacock commercial free so I got oh, no I guess reprieve. I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. you kind of made the right decision, though, to take a little break. I think so. Take a break. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Uh. So, our peon also, I guess he must have become good friends with Ice-T because he's in a bunch of his movies. And he also directed uh-huh. the music video for Ice-T's song, Always Wanted to Be a Ho. Starring, there are only two characters listed in that video, Ice-T as himself, mm-hmm. and a character who is only described as Ice's hoe. <laughs> Where's I, what's Ice's hoe been up to? That's my question. <laughs> what's her career doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, let's talk about anything other than this movie. Well, Ice-T's uh, real-life wife is a pretty insane character as well. I don't know how much you know about Coco. Oh, really? Somebody pointed Literally out, I can't nothing. remember, where did I, his wife's name is Coco, and I heard somebody once go, oh my god, they're both beverages. Ice-T <laughs> and his wife, Coco. Well, Ice-T uh, and Coco. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll just say, 
you know, I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but like in your mind, whatever you imagine Ice T's wife looking like, that's what she looks like. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Great. It is just, oh my God, this movie. Um, who wrote this movie, by the way? We talk about Pion, but he didn't write this. This is Galen Yoon no. who wrote it, who's mostly who an wrote actor, some... looks like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I think the credits you're saying when you say he wrote some interesting, those, that stuff he acted in. Yeah, what did he write then? He wrote this. He wrote a different movie called Riot that's not the one we watched. Okay. He wrote the movie about the 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 uh, Rodney King riots. He has three writing credits, John. Yeah. This is the last thing he ever wrote. The, see, this did which stop his good. career, which is thank God. And then he wrote an episode of something called have. Vanishing Sun. Uh, he does like, not have much of a writing career. Yeah. And then he went back to the acting where he's still still doing that, I think. Still doing well, that. last yeah, he was maybe, in was uh, was Crank you know, Two, but... High Voltage. People have asked if we'll cover the Crank movies. I don't know; those are so trying to be B action movies uh, that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that they really fit in with this show. Yeah, yeah that that'd be like doing Sharknado. It's in that sort I mean? of vein like, where it's it... like these are trying to be pulpy, so it's sort of like it's almost yeah. like I don't know Mission Accomplished. Like that's kind of my problem with those yeah. movies. It did it? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are I always have a problem with that where it's like, no, no, we want it to be nuts and and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I sort of don't like that. Like mm-hmm. as bad as this movie is, this is I mean, one of the problems with it is this is almost too sincere a movie. It thinks it's so yes, serious. No. It's so I mean, maybe not sincere. Yeah. It's so self serious though. God yes. thinks there you go. We're yes. really he's going like, Oh, I'm really taking the straight to video action movie to the next level folks yes uh he also also the action like let's the action there's very little action yeah there's very little action in this movie but when we do get it it's awful and hard to follow it really is disorient these shootouts are so bad Mm -hmm. and i do think Mm -hmm. some of it is because you know you have burt reynolds these days rob lowe these days because there's a lot of just close-ups of people to the yeah, point where you're going, yeah. I don't know where anyone is in relation to anyone else. Because mm-hmm. it's very clear no one's on set together. Yes. But yes. also, the amount of times people just stand out in the middle of things and shoot their guns. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I yeah. would, nobody no- takes cover. <laughs> There's no tactics. I mean, this is what we talk about when... Uh, shooting guns is not inherently exciting. Right. Like, this is prime example. I mean, if you want to go further to the the, the the end of probably, I think, I don't think this is a, a statement most people would fight me on, probably the best director of gunfights in film history, John Woo, right? Gotta John be. Yeah, right, right. So, but you think yeah. about the actual shooting of the guns is not often the coolest stuff in those. It is Chow Yun-Fat flying through the air or sliding on a thing mm-hmm. or... Or diving through the air whilst firing two handguns. Exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of Hard Boiled is when he comes through the skylight on the zip line. And so he's hanging from a rope and pumping a shotgun. And you're like, that's awesome, man. Um, But that's sort of the thing we're talking about. We're here, literally, people are just standing and shooting their guns at each other. And you're going, no, man, Mm -hmm. well, you got (laughs) to. 
there needs to be action with the guns. People just shooting guns is an mm-hmm. action. And like you're saying, it's it's constantly cutting to these close-ups. And I'm going, there were several times when somebody would get shot, and I had to back it up and go, who shot him? How did he? Mm-hmm. When Mara Van Peebles mm-hmm. gets shot, it confused. I had I to was cross unclear. stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Until it eventually, I think Burt Reynolds shot him. Is that right? Yes, it is revealed clumsily that <laughs> Burt Reynolds was the one who shot. But him. I wrote down that Rob Lowe's friend shot him because that seemed to be what the 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 editing yep. was indicating. Until it's like, oh, and mm-hmm. literally, my notes are like, Mario Van Peebles shot by uh, Rob Lowe's friend. That's like crossed out. No, no, I guess Burt got him. Like you know, you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. what's and, happening. And are we led to believe that Burt Reynolds is the father of the? the woman the the lead female i they i don't know that we get a clear answer on that they, i they, think there's a yes, history it's, there it's implied that he's some kind of at least father figure to her yeah. i think yeah, yeah i don't know but then her mother's also in the movie but she's just not a character yes she has yeah she has no what, let's talk lines. about let's talk yeah. about this cuz I don't think Ivana Milicevich, Milicevich is a bad actress. Milicevich. Mm. Sorry, okay. The, on her uh, IMDb, they have it in phonetic. Ivana Milicevich. Oh. Um, Milicevich. Yeah. Uh, she's from Bosnia, um, this uh-huh. actress. I don't think she's a bad actress. I've seen her in plenty of other things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that she's. Well, this is another one where I'm going. I don't know that she's good or bad in this movie. Really, everyone, you kind of can't be good in this movie. I I can only say one thing about her, and yeah. she has she has one acting trick in yeah. this film that she uses constantly, mm-hmm. which is doing smoke tricks while while smoking a cigarette. <laughs> well, that like she'll inhale, she'll exhale, and inhale up her nose. That's do a smoke ring. That's kind of what I was saying uh, earlier, where everything in the movie is like just eccentric things. Like these aren't characters; they yeah. all just have like quirks. It's all <laughs> yes. It's it's yes. yeah. It, it's 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 an acting exercise, and how do I build a character just out of like a quirky physical thing? Mm-hmm. Because, because the script is giving you nothing, so right? You just have to. Like, I have to do something on screen. I have to this, do something other than just stare at the camera. This same year, she's so, in an episode yeah. of Seinfeld that she's funny in. Ah, well, there you go. Uh, and then she goes on to be, uh, she's a, a, not like a main, but she is a Bond girl. She's in Casino Royale. Um, oh, yeah. She's the oh, yeah, yeah. she's the woman that he seduces at the beginning, who's the wife of the oh. arms dealer that he needs to get information yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's good. Oh, okay. She was on a TV show. Yeah, I like. She was called. great in that. She's a. I said. I think she actually is a good actress. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Who could fucking know? I watched a show she was on called Banshee. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen mm-hmm. Banshee. Um, it's the show. Nope. The the we're both big fans of the show Warrior. It's the guys who made Warrior. It's the show they made before Warrior. They did this sort of. Oh, new, cool. They did this like Southern noir show called Banshee that I also recommend. It's very. It's got um the the star of it was the guy who plays Homelander on The Boys. Oh, okay, gotcha. Anthony Starr. Gotcha. But she was the lead on there. She was the female lead on that. So like I said, I, I know cool. her to be a good actress. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. who the fuck could... Like I said, there's just... I mean, like I said... Who, you, could, who could be good? No, like, Yeah, you know, no like, one. I'm blame, I would blame no one in this movie 
Like I, I, I would no. never judge anyone's acting ability based on this movie. You absolutely no. cannot. I mean, yeah. really, it's insane. Yeah. She was also on Buffy. I see here. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, I mean, she's she working actress who has done a lot of stuff. Um, Great. And and I did sort of go like, man, because and also, holy shit, does whatever pseudo love story with her and Rob Lowe just not, not work? work. At yeah. Did all. they already did they already know each other? Is I think I'm so. trying to figure out if they, <laughs> they imply something, but the they don't back it up with any amount of like information because we don't know anything about Rob Lowe. No, the, literally never what, explained what you said is, earlier about he is the youngest yeah. of six children and he's crazy for drugs is the end of his character. Like as we said, the movie yes. starts with him and his friend stealing the plutonium from Ice T. Why are they doing yeah. that? How did they get involved in that? Who the mm -hmm. fuck could know? Mm -hmm. This movie could be like, you don't even need like in-depth character work to make this movie work. No. They could just be like, it could be like a parable and these characters are like archetypes of of people or whatever. There's lots of, I don't know. There's just lots of anything. noir movies like that where it is sort of like, um, uh, have you seen the movie Hotel Artemis? I have not. No. Uh, that's a really good movie. That is actually that is sort of a better version of this, where it's a it's sort of a fantasy crime world, and it's all centered around this mm -hmm. hotel that's a, a hospital for criminals, right? But you get okay. uh, there's a million good actors in it, and they're all playing sort of archetypes of crime things, right? So you get guys mm. like Zach Quinto and Jeff Goldblum and Dave Bautista. Uh, to come in and do these little weird... But the whole point of the movie is because we're in a singular location in the city, people are passing through and you're getting all these mm. weird kind of purposely one-note pulpy crime characters. And that works in that movie because the whole movie is constructed around that. And Jodie Foster is right. the woman who runs the hospital. So through her, we get this whole... The movie is about, though, this world of criminals. It's not about any mm. individual character. So yeah, you that could have been an interesting way to handle this movie. Like honestly. make Crime Land uh, sort of the main character and then there's yes. this plot where all these characters are moving around each other. I think something that yes. that tried to do that and actually is a much better movie than this for being a terrible movie is that Nicolas Cage movie Kill Chain. Yes. Where it yes, kept it definitely. kept going from yeah. criminal to criminal and they kept getting killed and it kept handing off the movie. Like that movie John, can you that movie doesn't Did work. Did you ever think after watching Kill Chain that we'd be thinking fondly about Kill Chain? No, it is, it is that thing where I'm going, that movie, that movie doesn't really work. But when you watch no. this, you go like, Kill Chain was fucking great. Because it at least, <laughs> it made comparable sense from scene to scene. The characters, yes. uh, while, while thinly sketched, made logical sense. You, know, you understood uh -huh. people's yeah. motivations. Nicholas Cage yes. is yes. Uh, actually has like a character to play in it, um, mm -hmm. even if it yeah. Yes. And, and and it was the thing is like I'll tell people go back in our archives and listen to us talk about Kill Chain and we probably shit all over it. But yeah, now we are yep. just going well. If we can get as bad as Crazy Six, then Kill Chain is a goddamn mm -hmm. great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it puts a lot of things in. It this really movie does. puts. This movie put my life into context. You know what I mean? Well, I will say there like, are certain moments on this show when we watch a movie and it is like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's a rude awakening for there sure. There are there are know? times we're trying to I will say the rest of this month, hopefully, 
I think. With fingers crossed. I think we've built with a bunch of stupid Because <laughs> I will say, I, I, I was longing for this movie to be dumb. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not that it's smart. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yes. But I'm looking for dumb yeah. as a box of rocks for these movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what we're... Yeah. So Burt Reynolds basically shows up then to investigate... 30 is... minutes into the film. How you doing? Thirty minutes into the film, he's introduced. Yeah, because we stop singing for a little bit, and Burt Reynolds shows. <laughs> How yeah. you? Uh... Yeah. And he's like hey, a Texas guy. He's got like a revolver and a cowboy hat. Yes, and he's constantly taking naps. This yes. is the main thing they emphasize. It's I like don't know if that times was that napping. in the script or is that just Burt taking? <laughs> I think it was just Burt. He's like, uh, I got a choice. Why don't, why, don't, why don't I take a nap and yeah. then you wake me up when yeah, you uh... do the scene? Ah, come on. Yeah, because I, uh, this this you main... think Burt Reynolds chewed gum while sleeping. Yeah, he's still he's asleep. He's like nom 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 nom. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, that's really the the Norm Macdonald thing, but it is like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I remember him specifically chewing gum in any movie, <laughs> but that is the attitude. He does seem like guys like, right. yeah, I can't be bothered to take this gum out. So uh, how's it going? Because yeah, in yeah, this no, in yeah. this shootout that ensues when they're stealing the plutonium, Ivana yeah. Ivana Milicevic, uh, who plays mm-hmm. Anna in the movie, uh, sure, she gets shot and ends up in this hospital, and that's where Burt Reynolds is like, uh, so uh, tell me what you saw, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and as he says, yeah, he, and this well, she gets sent to the hospital, and this other woman dies yes but i thought it was her who is dying yep, i agreed uh, it's because there's a there's a third partner in their heist that is yes the girlfriend of roblo's friend or something because he's really we're led to believe that, he's yes. really upset and he's really pissed at roblo that this girl got killed yeah. and roblo yeah. so he has more motivation than roblo does well because roblo i think who's trying to play strung out on drugs you can't yeah know what he's thinking because he's just like i don't know man yeah yeah yeah. i'm crazy so this movie crazy i know this is more of like a like a maybe like a television thing but there are in television there's often two types of protagonists there's the active protagonist and the reactive protagonist so if you're gonna have a reactive protagonist you need an active antagonist or something well this like something needs to happen to this character that's sort of the problem this movie's kind of lacking for an antagonist it's like loosely iced tea but he's not a character he's not in the movie enough they couldn't get him enough to to make him an actual threat and mario van peebles character is like sinister but kind of like he's more like they're reluctantly working for him so he's not really a villain either and then Burt Reynolds is just this other entity that's kind of swirling around the movie because yeah. he ends up teaming up with them at a certain point. Yes. Because yes. he has Although a whole... they were not in the same, you know, uh, filming well, location. No, never not. Yeah. I, I, yeah do, wait, was he ever on set with anyone other no. than this woman? I don't think so. I think that's the only person no. we see him on. He's never, like, in a mm-hmm. shot with Ice-T or Mario Van Peebles nope. or Rob Lowe. Nope. He does enter yeah. the movie with a uh, god damn it. Once again, I have I think five one-liners written, and they're all Burt Reynolds lines. I think, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and his one of his early lines is, uh, "Yeah, I'm on a diet these days. Uh, starting to look like I'm nine months pregnant. That's a self-burn." <laughs> 
He hits himself with a self-burn. And then he says of Crime Town, I've uh, never been in a town with uh, so few brains and so many guns. Can yeah. we can we just can I'm, we just uh very briefly talk about <laughs> when this woman is being murdered in the uh uh the club I guess the the yeah that's another thing in the movie too you talk about it in terms of they're trying to build this world but every location looks like the same place man it's all the same location you're like I don't know where this is I don't know, I don't know where anything here. is. I don't know why, where this is. I don't know here. where it is in relation to the other places we've been. You get yeah. no, for yeah. a movie that's like Welcome to Crime Land. You're like, I have no sense of this city at all. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's like uh, if John Wick didn't do any of the world building. <laughs> that's pretty like, much what this is. Just, yeah, yeah. But still oh, acted like it existed in this action. world. Well, yeah, with bad yeah. action. But still acting mm-hmm. like that's the thing is. It does none of the world building, but still acts like it's set in this fantasy world. Yes. And so yeah, that just exactly. makes, that just creates this feeling we're talking about where we're just like, wait, what? And who? What? Yeah. <laughs> and this and this movie does the gross thing of like, this woman is being uh, killed by this, or like tortured by this guy. Yeah. And I had to write down this line <laughs> because it's so indicative of what the dialogue like in this movie yeah uh and just just to let everybody know i didn't i'm not misreading this this is how it was delivered sure in the movie sure he's asking he's asking about where he's interrogating her trying to find out where six right uh and he says to this woman i want you should tell me where six is <laughs> i want you should tell me where six is. yeah uh now Obviously, this man doesn't have the best grasp on the English language, but I there but, should be somebody there to be like, maybe one more take. Well, maybe or we just do one more. The, take. the problem with that is that line can work if it's like Polly Walnuts on The Sopranos, you know, where it's like, uh, "I want you to tell me what Crazy Six uh, is." Right, but he says yeah. it flatly. Like yes. that's the thing. So if it just feels weird if you because uh, it's like you, you want. Uh, it's written like you're supposed to be like a Jersey mobster, like, you guys better watch out, you know, that sort of thing. But instead, it's just like, I want you to tell me where Crazy Six is. I want you to tell me where, yeah. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? And that's indicative, yeah. like we're talking about, just like, I, the, the characters don't make any sense. I mean, no. the movie could the also. The soundtrack is awful oh, and ill Oh, Jesus. Because the, then they linger on the the naked woman's dead corpse, and it's playing like ju- jazz percussion for some reason. Also, the, as, the, as this guy is like well, mourning over, it's all part of this. Uh, like I said, this sort of artsy, uh, mm-hmm. uh, pretentious attitude. Because how much of the movie too is like weird new agey music as Rob Lowe like twirls around in a drug induced state, and he's like, oh, and the music's going doom doom doom. Down, if down, you told down. me it was 25 minutes of this movie, I would believe you. Yeah. Honestly. Well, because that, honestly, like, if, 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 I think if you were to just cut this movie for its plot points, it's about a 20 minute film. There's about yes, 20 minutes of story in this 90 minute yes. film. And yes. the rest is, because yes. later when we get to Anna and her daughter, how much of it is the idyllic stuff of them at the, the, the oh. swing set or, <laughs> When when Rob Lowe briefly stops taking drugs and for like five minutes the movie acts like they're a family, 
that I was this is where I started screaming at the at the <laughs> television. I'm like, oh, they're a happy family now. Isn't that great? Wow, this is totally earned. Um, yeah, and I also like how this movie treats uh, drug addiction. Uh, like all you have to do is just decide to stop, and then suddenly you're. You, well, you're I mean, because this movie's all over the place, I feel like we can be kind of all over the place with talking about it. At the end of yep. the movie, when he's like, uh, "You go on without me, I'll get clean," and then the movie ends with him coming to the club where she's singing, and no visible difference. Between him or anything, but he just goes, I told you I could do it. (laughs) If they had some sort of visual representation. What if he had cut his hair and shaved off the mustache and he's in like a suit or something? He just looks clean or slick or something. He looks like Rob Lowe looks, (laughs) you know? Well, I will say this movie is trying very hard to take one of the most handsome men in film history and make him look like garbage. Yeah. Do you think that mustache is real, by the way? I couldn't tell, man. I... Yeah. I don't know it. Ah. It could go either way. It doesn't look real, but I don't uh, think it is. But the know. movie is also one of the things is the movie is so poorly lit. Yeah, I can't yes. tell that I can't get a good look at it. Um, no. I think the he's hair always is, in like a dark blue color. Like yeah, the lighting is always on him dark blue. Okay, I'm looking. So you have no idea what he actually looks like. Yeah, I'm, so I'm looking at it on. There is a, a good close-up of him on IMDb here in the photos. I think we're definitely mm-hmm. dealing with a wig. I think no question about that on the hair. Yes. Yes, I, definitely. Yeah, I'm leaning towards fake mustache with this. Because he's got okay. very yeah. real stubble, like he's unshaved. I Rob mm-hmm. Lowe doesn't strike me as a guy who could grow this mustache, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I just yeah, don't. And that's kind of part of what we're talking about, where it's like, Rob Lowe should not be playing like grungy, dirty criminal types. He just doesn't look natural on him. Yeah, you think and of- he, like, he can't even like. It's one thing not looking the part, but he can't even really act. No, really, because he's yeah. Rob Lowe. Not in this movie. Like you think about Rob Lowe, I, I think he's a great villain in Wayne's World, but he's like yuppie yes. bad guy, right? Like that's yes. Rob yeah. Lowe's the kind of bad guy who's gonna like fuck your girlfriend. Not shoot a guy in the back, you know what I mean? Like, he's not right. Yeah. Uh, he has a number. Th- there's a number of action shelf Rob Lowe movies in this time. I have, I have thought about doing uh, Outrage, which is his Death Wish movie. Excellent. I will say that is a better use of him to make him like a normal guy pushed to violence. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that movie's still mm-hmm. terrible. But I'm just saying, in terms of a part he could play, like. I'm a normal family man who loses everything and goes nuts. That's a better Rob Lowe action vehicle. Well, uh, he, he at least has motivation in the film. You know? <laughs> but yeah, yes. like there's a whole run here in the late 90s where he's doing stuff called like Midnight Man, Outrage. This is one of them. What else do I see? was I just seen in here? Uh, uh, Fox Hunt, Hostile Intent. And I think it, it. I mean, it's sad because he's a good actor. He never was an action guy, though. That's such a weird no. place for him to be. He's like, he's. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, and this movie definitely doesn't take advantage of this because nothing's funny in this movie. Rob Lowe's so fucking funny. He's such a yeah, good comedy yeah. actor. And I yeah. feel like even when he's doing stuff like The West Wing, he's got wit. You know. Yeah. I yes, think that's exactly. that's something that's that's just also yeah. And here he's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just talking like that. Uh, so low energy. It is sort of like, like it, I don't know how to play this part. Covering in a hospital 
is the same energy level as every other scene in them. Because it it does uh, feel like when I say Rob Lowe's bad in this, it's not like oh Rob Lowe forgot how to act. It's more like I don't know what I'm doing in this part, so I'm gonna kind of just be on low energy mode and go like. Just, he feels unsure. It feels like an actor yes. going. Yeah, I don't quite know how to play this scene because number yeah, one, it's I'm a weird choice. Incredibly unspecific. Yeah. yeah, number one, I'm a weird choice, and number two, the script doesn't make any fucking sense. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just probably gonna getting talk no like help the, from the director from Albert I'm Pion, sorry. famous director yeah. Albert Pion. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we will be uh, covering his very first movie, I think, next year on the show. Uh, the uh, eight, yeah. well, because we're gonna do an '80s fantasy month on here. Uh, there's a tease for the future, and his first movie oh, is boy. called "The Sword and the Sorcerer." So, stay tuned, well. folks. Stay tuned for a lot more Pion here on Pion Cast. No, I'm sorry. It's a. <laughs> oh wait, no, I misread that. I'm sorry. No, this is the action shelf. Uh, and yes, we have threatened uh, many a time to watch the Captain America movie this guy made. Which I have oh, seen and god. is god awful. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, this guy made a film about Captain America. Uh, all I'm right. sure, he, sure, he knocked it out of the park. Oh, it's great, man! I tell you right, hey, John. Now. What did you think about the not one but two separate scenes where they had to Kool Aid? What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing where you're going like <laughs> that. That is a perfect example of post Tarantino like. We're gonna talk about pop culture. You're like, and uh-huh. but it's like when Tarantino does it, it as a point. This is just like, uh-huh. oh, you know what's cool and trendy? What if we talked about Kool Aid in the middle of a crime movie? You're like, and but why? Yeah, what? who's talking about Kool Aid flavor? <laughs> like, wh- what adult is like, oh man, I love the fuzzy lemon. That's so. Uh, mean. What's the one they keep saying in the movie? Goofy grape. Goofy grape. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm like, you know uh, what? You're really losing me here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things, too, where when that conversation was happening, I clocked it and I went, how'd they even get here? I don't even know how that conversation started. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I don't know where they are. Do you think Pion was going, going do you think Pion was going, oh, this will be this movie's Royale with cheese moment? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If Travolta and Samuel Jackson can talk about burgers, then we can talk about Kool-Aid, man. I just I just want to imagine Albert Pion being like, your move, Tarantino. <laughs> Checkmate. By the way, I believe it's this same year that Tarantino makes Jackie Brown as this is coming out. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know, man. Real hard to you tell. You which... decide which one's better. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's, that's really... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, what's that? Yeah, did they talk about Kool Aid in that movie, John? I don't, I don't remember. remember there being a lot of talk about Kool Aid and Jackie Brown. I'll have okay. to go back. Okay. I've only seen it five or six times, so <laughs> maybe I missed it. Okay, Still, uh, I know that yeah. movie pretty well. Uh, that's a fucking mm-hmm. great movie, man. Uh, Jackie Brown's an amazing movie. This is a terrible. Yeah, but Ice T isn't in it, so. Uh, well, actually, I I, I will say Ice T in a Tarantino movie actually would be pretty entertaining. That would actually be pretty. Get good. like would, a actually, because Ice T yeah. is not a bad actor. Ice T is Ice mm-hmm. T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I, yes. I think he, he kind of always plays a version of himself. So it really is about mm-hmm. how is he implemented. 
and mm-hmm. here it's just oh have him do I mean th- this I think like I said he directed some of his music videos I really do think this is just Ice T doing a favor for a guy in this right I think so because he if, yes you yes, think he worked like what it. he worked a day on this he had to have worked Someday. no more than At a day the, yeah, yeah. Bert yeah, no Bert did two or three days. Ice T did a day. Mm-hmm. Van Peebles is there for maybe two days. Like mm-hmm. you can tell, it's mostly lo- on Rob Lowe. It's yeah. mostly on Rob Lowe, whose direction is constantly just to be strung out and spacey, which is exactly mm-hmm. what you're looking for in a main character. Yeah, I love that propulsive nature <laughs> to his character. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, the 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 friend is a way more like valid character who has motivations yes. and feelings about things yeah <laughs> you just he's crazy yeah it's like oh he's crazy for drugs which means he's super low-key and mellow mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's not very yeah. fun to watch i thought he was gonna be crazy no. i'm crazy i'm crazy six see because yeah. we what we want is nicholas cage is crazy six now that would be yes i'm crazy uh, so he goes by Crazy Six. Yeah. Now, do his friends call him Crazy Six? Do they call him Crazy? Do they call him Cray Cray? Do uh, they call him Mister Six? You think? Ooh, Mister Six is kind of cool, actually. A Mister yeah. Six. Uh, everybody calls him Crazy Six except for Anna, who calls him Billy, which is apparently his real Billy. name. So, he, so she does know him because she knows his actual name. Yeah, she knows that he's Billy. Yes. Boy, it would have been great instead of talking about Kool-Aid, they talked about why he goes by Crazy Six. You know I don't know, I mean? man. That like, you you no, listen, you can't lose those Kool-Aid monologues. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that's the new off-Broadway show I'm working on, the Kool-Aid monologues. Uh it's gonna be bold mm-hmm, stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, the first yeah. time I tried Green Apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new one man show, the Kool-Aid monologues. The time uh-huh. Hawaiian Punch came out. Mm. And like the whole time uh, you're like drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. that is, you know. Mm. Mm. Here's the thing. Uh, eventually here's... a whole vat of Kool-Aid is dumped on you. You know, there's a splash zone. And here's the thing uh, about this. I could do that with no intention at all. And people would be going like brave, brave theater probably. Because um, I will say, um, just to give you a tease of the IMDb review... That's kind of the route here. Anytime you get like this weird sort of thing, someone will think it's insightful and deep, right? Mm. And so somebody mm-hmm. gets this movie according to his review on IMDb. Some, somebody is bringing a lot to this yeah. film, I think. They're, I just they're doing all the heavy lifting. Well, it's the thing. It is the student film thing, right? Or the experimental film thing, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. I'll see something and I go. Oh, that's just nothing. But then somebody can go, oh, no. Because, of course, you can bring whatever you want to it because it does mean nothing. So if you want yeah. to pretend it's insightful somehow, you can. But it, that drives me up the wall. If, yeah. you, if you just yeah. act vague and weird, some people will read that as genius. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this movie, man. I, I mean, like, the, it's, it's, it's fine to be cryptic about what you're about you know what i mean well i love i mean like you should have some idea like one of my favorite movies of all time is drive which is a pretty dialogueless like Mm -hmm. mood piece but it's a Mm -hmm. it's a movie about stoicism it's a very calculated Mm -hmm. character like well there's also gosling is doing a lot internally he's not speaking but he's not just 
spacely walking through like he's playing an internal life to a character it's this whole thing that movie has a real drive it really does also nicholas winding refn is a genius filmmaker uh and gosling is one of the best actors that that, that's living i think uh yeah and that movie's just stunning but it and also it, it dares to have Good lord, a plot and exciting action mm. sequences too. I, I can't mm. even I can't even fathom. What if it, all in one film, John? <laughs> that doesn't seem That possible. seems that doesn't seem impossible. It's got a yeah. a little known guy named Oscar Isaac in it. I just, you know, yeah, never I, heard of him. Yeah, I hope he goes somewhere. Um yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we even need I'm just looking at this thing. I'm just going cuz eventually it just leads to what eventually happens is the bad guys take Anna, uh, let's uh-huh. talk about this insane scene when they duct tape a crack pipe to her mouth. Yeah, that seems elaborate for for no reason. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm going like, yeah, to what end? To what end? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Because in this world, you just have to decide to stop doing drugs, and then you just can. So, right. Yeah, not a big. Deal. Well, because but, nothing, there's no consequence to her for this. Nope. They like nope. they force her to do drugs. Because um, earlier there's a scene where she almost smokes crack with, uh, I think it's crack, by the way. They don't say, of course, but it's in the glass pipe. They call it, yeah, they call it rocks. I yeah, think. okay, they do, they do. Open yeah, box. yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, so she almost, and then she goes, no, I can't. I have to go home to my daughter. Yeah. And that's yeah, me making exactly. fun of the movie, by the way. Like I said, not uh, Ivana Milicevic, who I think is a good actor. But all of these lines are said like this because there's no way to deliver these lines anything other than, no, I must go now, you know? Can I can I say one positive? Go for it. This movie made one correct choice. Which is? And that was making the small girl in this movie speak a different language. Yes. So we, we can't hear how bad of an actor this child is. As soon as a child also, was introduced to this movie, I'm like, this movie... <laughs> has become the worst thing ever and and they av- well, averted that the other thing that i also like about choice. that is it's the only indication we're in eastern europe that's true everybody yes, else that is, also... is speaking english with mostly american accents and then whatever the or fuck French. it is yeah whatever the fuck it is van peebles <laughs> is doing yeah um yeah god damn i do i did come out of it like you liking Marty van peebles even more like all right yes. if you're gonna be in some shit man at least be silly in it Okay. Uh, and and there's there's just one other thing I want to touch on. Okay, uh, I know we're looking to get out of the talk. Well, because I'll just say like that because uh, I'm just sort of going through and going like basically nothing happens in the middle of the movie. So let's skip to the yes. third act where conceivably something happens. The bad guys we're... have taken Anna, mm-hmm. and so now yes. Rob Lowe still at the lowest of energy is like I have to get her back. I have to get her back, and he teams up with his friend who does everything. And, and, and why that program. guy, yeah, why that guy is suddenly cool with Rob Lowe again is unexplained. Great question. <laughs> Who cares? Because earlier There's he's no like, need. I fucking hate you for getting my girlfriend <laughs> killed. I never want to see <laughs> you again. And then at the end of it, he's like, okay, uh, yeah, I'll risk my life to help you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but there is one sequence. So much, much like the beginning of the film where these title cards are like, Oh yeah, I guess we could probably explain where and why things are happening. Yeah, it's not clear. No, there's an element that I don't know if you you picked up, but there is one element of narration in this movie. Did you did you did where you catch was this? it? I don't off the top of my. I will say this movie is fast leaving my head already. So go for it. What is it? I, I might remember if you say. It. 
So it's it's them sneaking into Dirty Mao's where. Oh, this is uh, a weird towards thing. the end of the movie. Yeah. So they they get there, and I think somebody realized. Oh wait, we don't know what they're doing because nobody <laughs> stated what. Yes. Yes. Like you just you just hear the words at Dirty Mao's warehouse from somewhere. Yes. Somebody says yes, it. and I'm just like, this is crazy that you just decided to do this like towards the end, like an hour into an well, hour. And so, talk about a boring uh, action scene. This infiltration of Dirty Mao's warehouse is so boring. It is just because this is the scene where it's supposed to be. This is the John Wick esque scene, right? Where it's yeah. supposed to be they're yeah. cutting their way through the bodyguards, and instead it's mm-hmm. like, uh, well, basically just nothing happens. I mean, they just sort of they're sort yeah. of like quietly taking guys out in very boring mm-hmm. non. There's no choreography. The shooting no. is so boring, and then yeah, yeah it tur- it turns no into yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, when Bert joins them, he does have the line going. Uh, hey, I ate a sandwich the other day that's older than you two. <laughs> you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. That's Bert. That's bad for your health. Why do you uh, think you need to take so many naps? Because that's him. Because they're going like, we have a plan, and he's basically the scene is basically like, we have a plan. He goes, hey man, I've been around a lot longer than you. And it's like, I ate a sandwich older than you two yesterday. Uh, and then, oh my! Still God. eating, still eating it right now, actually. Oh, because it's mm. this is where they talk mm. about they're gonna go, t- they're gonna go exchange the plutonium for the girl with Raúl, and I right. think this is my front runner for one liner. The movie is Burt okay. Reynolds says, "Raúl, I wouldn't trust Raúl if his balls were on fire and I had a bucket of water." <laughs> yep, I think that <laughs> just by by default it has the best one well and that's just it one of those things me... what's it's a great one because much like this whole movie he said it and i backed it up again and was like i heard him but i had to be like that doesn't make any sense bert no, no i wouldn't trust raul if his balls were on fire and i had a bucket of water what yeah that's not know. he says that He's like he wouldn't put out the fire on raul's balls or he wouldn't with the bucket he of water? wouldn't even trust Raul if he had to say so do, anything to get his balls to not be on fire? I guess. Uh, yeah, but it's just like... And also, he says that, like, you go, no one has ever said that in the history of mankind. That is not well, an expression. John, <laughs> catchy phrases and expressions have to start some, And most of them started with Bert. That's <laughs> and I will say, yeah, I was going to... Because that's my next question. Is, do you think that was a Bird original? Oh, 100%. I mean, uh... I've been trying to work this into a movie for years. Uh, let me try to get this in here. Uh, I wouldn't trust that guy if his uh, balls were on fire and uh, I had a bucket of water. All right. Uh, can I have my money now? <laughs> yeah, Check, please. I, yeah, how you doing? Uh, so they go in there. Once again, very ripping off Tarantino. We get this Mexican standoff where everybody's got guns. And then, yeah, they start shooting each other. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You uh, can't fully tell who's being shot no but both like rob Lowe and burt reynolds are like winged they both do the yeah. uh, the classic no action movies complete without one of the heroic or both in this case both of the hero characters being like ooh, and grabbing their arm like ooh, i got hit bah, but i'm okay you know uh mm, exactly and then i do yeah. love after almost everyone has been shot then mario van people strolls in to kill ice t yes well he's just waiting for everything to settle down 
it is just like, well, I just arrived on set, so... Uh... And then, yeah, so Ice-T shoots... Or, I'm sorry, uh, Mario Van Peebles shoots uh, Ice-T. Ice-T. Then Mario Van Peebles gets shot. But it's Sniper. weird. Mario Van Peebles gets shot, but you don't see who shoots him. It then cuts to Rob Lowe's friend knocking out two guys. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, did he but shoot him? I think it's him, yeah. But no, then yeah. it's Bert. And then Bert hits us with, uh, hey, uh, what are you crying about? I didn't shoot the dog. They'll do that later after the finish of the film. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, uh, yep. And then Bert ends up with the dog because he goes, hey, uh, this really felt like a Bert improv when he's standing by the bar after the shooting. He goes, hey, uh, you made my new partner? And he holds up this little dog. Like, that totally feels like Bert screwing around, right? Do you think, do you think the dog bit Bert Reynolds and Bert Reynolds? <laughs> he was just like, oh, fuck, kill this dog. <laughs> <laughs> You think? God damn it! I don't know why. I don't know why that feels right. <laughs> uh, anyway, hold on. Uh, I'm talking to Paul Thomas Anderson on the other line here. Uh, what's this? What? Boogie Nights? Can I bring the dog? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Kill you gotta, this thing. You gotta shoot this fucking dog here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, no, no. He, uh, he bit me or something. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> God. So Burt Reynolds is associated. <laughs> that. Well, I don't know if you've heard the stories from Boogie Nights, but th- that set sounds insane. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah, because it's, it's he was a huge dick on that set. Uh, he like all, he, he he tried to fight <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson a number of times. Oh my god! No, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, he did you a huge favor, and apparently he was nothing but an asshole about it. Although my favorite Great. boogie my favorite Boogie Nights story is that he wrote that part for Warren Beatty. Oh, interesting. He, yeah, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson really wanted Warren Beatty. And mm-hmm. he sent the script to Warren Beatty, and Warren Beatty went, uh, I love it. I'm totally in to play this Dirk Diggler character. Oh, <laughs> he thought it was the other character. Yeah, oh, but no. you're like, he's like 60 at that point. And he's going, yeah, this uh, hot 20-something guy, that'll be my part. Oh, no. And then it was like, no, no, we want no. you to play the older porn director. He's like, oh, no. Oh God, no, no! That 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 I don't fit that type. Yeah, I just love that because you're like, oh my God, I love. It just tells you how delusional Warren Beatty is that he's still like a young romantic lead in his late sixties oh, no. or whatever. You know. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he also Jesus. turned down Kill Bill. Kill Bill was supposed to be Warren Beatty. Bill was written oh, for Warren Bill. Beatty. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Uh, Man, Warren Beatty could have had a different late career if he absolutely. Uh, uh, and Tarantino said in that version, Bill was more like a James Bond kind of guy. He was less like the sort of, obviously they tailored it to the Kung Fu guy, like David Mm Carradine. He would have been more like suave secret agent type had it been Warren Beatty, which would have been interesting. Yeah. I think it obviously, I think it worked out. David Carradine's great in that. Um, so yeah. So then it ends with, as we talked about, she's singing again. Rob Lowe comes in and goes, uh, yeah, I'm clean now even though there's no difference in my look or performance in any way. And then, don't pay attention to the track marks on my arm. Don't, they, don't even worry Yeah, they it. take each other's hand and walk off, and you're like, yay? Good? I don't know. And then the Is movie the ends. I was looking for? Like, you never see him actually make the decision. Well, actually, you do see him make the decision to <laughs> It's just like... We never make, you yeah, never I, really see him make any decision. Like, he's such... You talk about being, he's hes almost not even, he's barely even reactive. He's just nothing. Yeah. He's just kind of like exactly. sliding exactly. through the movie. It's really, like I said, it's 
it's the worst. It is far and away the worst Rob Lowe performance I've seen because yes. it doesn't have any of the hallmarks. I'm just looking through other Rob. Oh, man. Rob Lowe has a movie called Atomic Train. How have we not watched this? We have to watch that. The tagline is, the final stop is deadly. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so up our alley. This is. I love that, that talking about this terrible movie, we found like eight other movies we have to watch. Yes. Yeah. Well, that there has to be some reason we watched this movie, John. Yeah. This there has to this be movie will lead us down a, a, a route to do. We may have to do a low month. I'm looking at here as yeah, we're yeah, as right. uh just I didn't I didn't know he had this many, but it kind of makes sense. Like the '90s is a rough time for him. Like early '90s, he's got yeah. like Wayne's World and stuff. But the, and Tommy Boy. Oh, he's fucking great in Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. But uh, then then it's just this weird like mishmash of stuff before he gets West Wing and that sends him back into A-list stuff. Yeah, it's definitely a low period career. Yes, it's it's Lowe's low. Lowe's low, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so uh, God, Crazy Six is terrible. Is there, there's terrible. no, there's no good kill in this movie at all. Just people no. get shot randomly for no reason. And I think... Mm-hmm. It's... The only the, be- the the only kill I can think of is my soul leaving my body. <laughs> yeah, we were damaged by this film. By God, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not going to be okay for. I got to shake this thing off. I'm actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I won't be on for the next few weeks, listen, because I'm going to a rehabilitation clinic to to get purged mm-hmm. of this film. I got to get clean. You going to nar- going to Narcanon? I'm going to Narcanon. I spent too much time with this crazy six who's crazy for drugs that I need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, well. We didn't care for this movie, but as always, I no. am looking for the most misguided IMDb review. And boy, I think this might set the record for the most misguided one I've ever found on here. So wh- when you found this review, did yeah. you look it up in a dictionary under the <laughs> definition of delusional? Is that what, is that what you found? This? I think it might be. This review comes to us from IMDb user Cheese17. Okay. Uh, and uh, the review, right off the, man, I knew, I didn't even have to read the review. I knew from the title I had to read this one. Okay. A well-made sci-fi action movie with a great political depth about the communism fall in Eastern Europe. That's the title. Oof. When I first watched this movie, I thought it was a very strange movie, but uh, I know that the director al- almost always has a purpose when he makes a movie. So I decided to watch it one more time. I'm reading this in the tone I imagine this guy is saying this like at a dinner party of intellectuals. The second time I watched it, I realized that Albert Pion is a very talented and very original filmmaker. In the beginning, the viewer was told that the movie takes place a decade after the fall of communism in Eastern Europe. But they had clothes and cars with a design typical for the 1950s. By the way, did they? No. They had plutonium, which I think is a symbol for the futuristic trade. I think that it means that the movie's real time is not specified. The music in the movie is creating a long music video which tells some of the parts of the actual story in the lyrics, specifically the intro and outro of the film. Pion is using red and black color when he's showing the symbols for communism red and the capitalist Western world blue. One can notice that Ice-T has the name Mao, meaning communism, and that when he's in focus, the back color is red. 
The American cop, Burt Reynolds, is always filmed with a blue back color. The club where Mao and his gang hang out uh, is also with a red back color. Crazy Six is, uh, is straddling the line between the red and the blue color. The white little dog that Mao had in the beginning symbolizes, I think, the controlling force. Mao had the dog in the beginning, but the cop took it in the end. That symbolizes, I guess, the fall of communism and the replacement of a capitalist way of thinking from the Western world and Eastern Europe. Now, I think Crazy Six is a very well-made movie. Pion creates a sci-fi action movie with a political depth. It's different, but a very special movie about the communism fall in Eastern Europe. I'm looking forward to watching another spectacular film of Albert Pion's. Ten out of ten stars. Do you think this is a like a sincere review or do you think somebody is i it's an it's another one of those where i can't tell yeah you know i mean i I, first of all i want to say john yeah of this of this reviewer spot on loved it no (laughs) notes i'm imagining this guy in a coffee shop yeah just Mm. berating a barista with this, with this review of a movie no one should ever. Watch. You know, I um, uh, I caught a little film last night called Crazy Six. Uh, <laughs> very interesting. Mm. My my favorite part of this review is yeah. Now the first time I watched the movie, I didn't get anything from it. There was no substance. <laughs> In fact, but I, I thought knew it was the a... directors have to have some sort of. That's purpose. the best. I love. It is just like no. When I first thought, I thought it was a useless piece of shit, but. <laughs> I went, no, 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 take a look again no, no, no. and desperately find the meaning in it by all means necessary, no matter how far is... I have to reach. Is Albert Pion gaslighting this man into believing their purpose to... Mm-hmm. Yes, I need to, actually, I, I got to click on this guy's IMDb because I hope, I want to see if this guy reviews some other movies. Nope, uh, sorry, yeah. this is literally the only review he's ever written on IMDb. <laughs> Well, that kind of leads me to believe it might be a bit, but yeah. I also I just like uh, the idea though where he's just like well, I've spoken of the only movie I've ever had opinion enough to write about. When something hmm. strikes me as much as Crazy Six again, I shall return with new opinions. Although, it, of course, only struck me on the second viewing. The first time I yes. thought well, this is completely well, it's why you need waste of my time. And I realized like the, a movie with this kind of depth really needs to be watched a few times. Can yeah. a movie be this bad? I don't believe it can. No. Therefore, there must. <laughs> be a deeper i do love so the idea of di- just like dive into well that. a film can't be bad so this has to be man yeah, I there's see always this... intention behind filmmaking i want to see they, this guy's there's never just laziness or incompetence behind the process i want to see this guy's film. review of the room you know yeah <laughs> yes and and, and now and the... tommy wiseau gives us an yeah. interesting take on the american dream the, in, the uh, football scene symbolizes the death of masculinity in the American mm-hmm. culture. You know, it's just like... Now, the real question is, which room is the room? <laughs> now, there are, this movie takes place in several locations, <laughs> none of the, which are specifically noted as the room. He... So what if the room is the, the life that he has constructed around <laughs> himself? The facade that Johnny has uh, created. Forcing all of us to ask, are we all living in the room? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Jesus Christ, man! I also love I the idea. Of... New, I think we have a new uh, uh, off-Broadway show. <laughs> just, uh, it's just, just two pretentious idiots 
pretend like they know what they're talking about talking about you know what that could be our oh hello it really could be i I was just i was just thinking that and it's us in like black Mm. turtlenecks Mm. with scarves and we're mm-hmm. we're sipping like little cappuccino cups. Mm. Yes. Well, that's, well, see, that's the interesting thing. Or 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 su- you're swirling like a snifter of cognac. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Probably can't drink that. I'm still imagining in like a coffee mm. shop. Let's just say mm. it's yes. it's just Starbucks. But well, it, that's the height of. I do. I, I will say my. I'm currently uh, in terms of good things I'm watching, and I watched about five episodes after I watched this as a palate cleanser. I've been watching a lot of Frasier. Mm. Right, and it just sort of is. This is like the Frasier and Niles take on Crazy Six in, yes, in their beloved yes. Cafe Nervosa. Um, I actually really love this, John. I kind of do, yeah. The- yeah, we're just uh, <laughs> just talking about and, terrible movies as if and like the light, the lights art. would come up, and there's just like that, like that sort of like smooth jazz. <laughs> Just, just it, yes. it's us, and the only other person on stage is a guy with just the upright bass going, which will just be the segue between reviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should there be someone on stage yes. who who we get caught from, like yeah. the, the somebody who recognizes that we're being absurd, <laughs> or is that the audience? Are yeah, the, the audience, audience is, is the, the cafe there. You, yeah, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. This is the movie we would do. Like we would, yeah. We would break. We, of course, we'd have to watch this movie again, and <laughs> I, I don't think I can. Well, the other but, thing I uh, like about how pretentious this review is, like, even if all the stuff he's saying is true, that's such <laughs> shitty on the no- oh, the red color represents the communists, and the blue, you know, it's just like oh, and the cop character. Wrong. Oh yeah, he I don't think any of that is Ice right. T is Mao. Uh, he did. He did, didn't he? No, that's Varian that's Varian Van Peebles' Mao. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, Cheese Seventeen. Maybe watch it again. Uh, also, they were saying Bert was like being shown in blue light. No, he's usually being shown in yellow light. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Rob was... Lowe is shown in blue light. Yeah. This no. Yeah. He's wrong. No, it doesn't feel like there's any thought. It feels like it's just like this is cool. Put a blue light on it. That's what it feels like the movie was made like. Yes. Good God. Yes. All right. Well, somebody else saw this movie, Lisman, who has a much oh. simpler opinion of it. And it's time for okay. once again to check in with everyone's favorite Amazon critic, Bruce Winning, for another segment of The Winning Opinion. Uh, all right. Here's Bruce's opinion of Crazy Six. Like I said, I think he has a much simpler, much more visceral reaction to the movie. Uh, his mm. review is titled just give me the shooting <laughs> yes preach i like the violence i like the shooting mm. i like mm. the punching and kicking i found mm. this in recommendations this is what i like to see on my television five out of five stars wait wait, wait. okay i'm sorry I thought he was complaining about the the, the title of his review. No, he implies se- that he's complaining. No, no, no. I think the title of the review seems to be like, "Hey, other movies, be like this movie and just give me that uh, shooting." Oh. I I miss. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought I I thought I thought Bruce was. No, I think I know it's just hitting it, it out of the park. With no, he yeah. well, because Bruce can always enjoy something if there's just shooting. He seems to forget about anything else in a movie, right? 
which is which for this movie is a fucking godsend like honestly you know what i mean like i feel like as soon as people start pulling triggers he's like oh i didn't pay attention to anything else i mean because when he's talking about the wire liking the shooting is like i think you're you're just he's just like oh great he's just like yay they're shooting guns again you know yeah yeah well as long as there's not time travel then bruce will probably like him so yeah uh well listen sadly crazy we did not get any more adventures of crazy no. six but what say you and i try to come up with the return of crazy six uh so <laughs> i well that's the bit we do so yeah uh oh right <laughs> we have to do the show uh so let's let's uh fire up our handy dandy action movie title generator here and uh uh-huh. and get a name for the movie here uh which is a uh, crazy six colon oh oh listen this is pretty perfect crazy six colon nymph of despair what the fuck i love this new action generator that we have now we get some weird ones nymph that is of despair okay okay wow uh all right uh there okay so i would say this movie starts with uh, uh, the entering of a new gangland leader to Crimeland, mm. one Eric Roberts, of course. Of course, it must be. It must be. Yeah, yeah. and he's and er- Eric Roberts isn't going to run things like Ice T things. Okay, no, he's going to let things get away from him. That's his whole thing. You know? He comes in going, that guy Raul, Raul and mm-hmm. Dirty Mao, they fucked mm-hmm. up. All right, I'm coming in to run a tight ship. All right. Nobody's I'm stealing clean my plutonium. Crime land, okay? Yeah, I'm gonna make it in my own. Oh, that okay? No, that, now you've got it right there. Right, he is. Uh, he is systematically becoming the the. He's almost returning it to communism. Yes. Right, he's becoming yes. the dictator, the communist dictator he's, of Crimeland. He's the kingpin of Crimeland. Yeah, and so Burt Reynolds, uh, his character, whose apparently name is Dakota. Uh, he has to track down now clean and sober crazy six who has his idyllic family he goes hey uh pal i know you're out of the crime game but uh shit's going to trouble here and by the way dakota is the first or last name Ooh, that's a good (laughs) they call me uh what is no you you know why because his name is big dick dakota big dick dakota how you doing? I'm... Well, that's that's what his friends call him. Yeah, they call uh, me. His uh... real first name is South, I think. <laughs> Detective South Dakota. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but you can call me Big Dick. Uh, yeah, he, uh... they can call me Big Dick Dakota. <laughs> so, so they have to go back, and I think to get to to justify the title, uh, mm-hmm. Eric Roberts is playing crime boss Billy Nymph. Ooh, he is the titular okay. nymph of despair. Gotcha. And so yes, mm. even mm. things are bad even by Crimeland standards. Even even yeah, in the crazy the world of crime, this guy has made things worse. Everybody's got to pay a tax to this guy, and for some mm-hmm. reason, only Crazy Six can stop this. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Eric Roberts' ultimate plan is to take the plutonium uh, uh, that uh, Raul, Raul was using and yeah. use that to create. A nuclear warhead. He wants his new crime land name. Yes. To be a nuclear power. Yes. That that uh 
that plutonium that's the only plutonium in crime land so it returns once again to this MacGuffin that do we know mm. I guess does Burt Reynolds recover the plutonium is that the idea at the end of this movie because what becomes the plutonium no. no but let's say the movie starts with him taking Eric Roberts steals that plutonium and so yes he is now trying to become he's trying to turn crime land into a nuclear power on the world stage he's the mayor of crime land <laughs> There you go. Oh, the president of crime land or the yeah. the dictator of crime I don't know. Uh it's, the the grand chancellor of crime land. Um Ooh, there love you it. go. Love yeah, it. something something like that. Uh and so that means we get him and like we get militarized uniforms and he's in like the thing with the epithets and the 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 shoulder mm -hmm. pads. He's in like a crazy mm -hmm. full on like, you know, communist uh uh love dictator it. outfit yeah eric roberts yeah. in it and eric roberts has a crazy mustache in it crazier than crazy sixes like a big old yes. like civil war or, general mustache oh what what if the mustache leaves rob lowe's face and crawls <laughs> over he wakes up in the middle of the night he's like where'd it go it's gone and then he becomes crazy <laughs> i have to get yeah that's it because he's like no burt reynolds i won't join your crusade until his mustache yeah. is taken from him and now it's personal exactly yeah exactly <laughs> everything else eh, who cares but the mustache but i have to have that mustache back and when he kills eric Roberts at the end he tears the mustache off and puts it back on his own face and all is mm -hmm. right with the world again and also uh but like half the movie is ivana milicevic singing as well because <laughs> that's that's yes, what people uh, expect yeah. it's a crazy six movie yeah this Ugh. movie will be 14 hours long uh, and it is 75%. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> the problem was the first movie was just way too short. Uh, they just, we just, didn't, we they didn't... just didn't put enough singing in the original, <laughs> you know? So they really need to bump that. Uh, all right. Well, Lisman, we can put Crazy Six to bed or in a grave where it belongs. Um, buried <laughs> so, alive for uh, all eternity. We need to uh, tie a heavy weight to it and drop it off of a boat in the uh, into the Mariana's Trench. Well, listen, I'm I am excited for I'm cautiously excited for next week's movie. It's a little film called Laser Mission. That's pew, John, pew. that sounds great, but pew, I don't pew, pew. I don't trust any pew, pew, pew. I have no trust. It's a laser it's mission and folks, for it the first time movie. on the action shelf, Brandon Lee, son of the dragon himself, Brandon mm -hmm. Lee. We've never talked about him on here. Uh, mm -hmm. so and who's backing him up once again weird cast the legendary Ernest Borgnine <laughs> Brandon Lee and Ernest Borgnine in 1989's Laser Mission uh, mm. good year <laughs> good year indeed uh, as always Lisman, uh, I will ask do you want the tagline for this movie sure a secret agent a beautiful accomplice. A daring mission to prevent World War III. One thrilling adventure. Laser mission. Okay. This sounds like there's a plot. So It sounds that, like there's a plot. Also, better. blissfully, 84 minutes long. Yeah. 84 yeah, minutes that's, long. That's and it is readily available on multiple YouTube accounts. Hooray. <laughs> Anyone can watch this. Because nobody cares about this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say, just based on... I've never seen this movie. I'd never even heard of this movie. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I will say, looking at the poster, it seems to be attempting to do a James Bondian kind of thing. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. But with more kicking based on the fact that also on the poster, uh, Brandon Lee is just straight up midair kicking a guy in the chest with both feet. So, you know, we love to see it. You love, love to, see, to see I mean, I think we are certainly hoping for martial arts with uh, mm. the mm. the late, great Brandon Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know, man. I've seen some other Brandon Lee movies that I've liked. So, man, yeah. I I hope so, there's man. A, there's a good chance this will be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping this is... I, I did watch the trailer, and it looked uh, effectively silly, so... Okay, great. That's what, that's I, I what we're I just want to learn to love again, John. I just well, hopefully Laser Mission can teach us to love again. Uh, yeah. By the way, that's going to be the title of my book, Laser Mission Taught Me to Love Again. <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> self-help book. Yeah, and then it just says pew, pew, pew. Um, so... <laughs> that's a... T- it's the forward by the author. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Till next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. The Action Shelf. i